0: Welcome to Life Juicy. I am your host, Mary B. And Life Juicy is a weekly inspirational moment on creating life from soul connection, from higher vibrations than the default mode most of us are operating from. When you ask yourself, but why have I done that? And the answer is, I don't know. That is the default mode I'm talking about. The driving force that makes you do things you do not really want to. So, I will take you on a journey of understanding and transformation of the default mechanism into the art of creating the fulfillment you are craving for. My guests, thoughtful leaders, spiritual teachers, and successful coaches, even unknown people, will share their experiences with us. And I believe that if each of us creates our own harmonious life, this world will become a harmonious world for me, for you, for us. So if it is what you would like, let's dive in. Today, it is the last part of the conversation with Ray Coma and uh, the famous default mold and what impact that has on the world. I would like to go to this uh, more extended aspect of this work Mm -hmm. and ask you, why is it so important for the world that all of us, we transform our default program? And I think you already answered that, but I want you to be more specific.
1: For the world, because we all have our filters and because everybody's childhood is different everybody's not even even if you're born to the same parents like siblings we all have unique experiences and so nobody has the exact same filters so what we're doing is we're all meeting each other through all these different layers of filters filters of fear filters of being insufficient Filters of not being liked or filter, you know, whatever, uh, mistrust or on and on and on. All these filters between me and you or you and your children, you and your partner, you and God, whatever it is that you wish to have a relationship with. It has to go through so many filters that you don't really see the other person. Mm And as a planet through the whole world, we live in this world of duality. And when I say duality, on this planet, we have free choice. And and simply said, we can say yes or no. And we get to choose. We get to choose the energies, whether it's the contracted energy or the expanded energy. We get to choose what filters we put, even if we're not conscious of it. These are choices that we've made. We've taken everything in. We've taken everything in. And by default, that's been our choice, even though we, we weren't aware of it at the time. And since we chose it, we can choose to let it go. And because of this, all these filters, because of this free will and all these filters that we have, we don't really see each other. And since a lot of those filters are contracted filters, meaning based on fear, or based on lack, or based on sadness, or anxiety, or you know all of these contracted filters, that leads to a lot of suffering. That leads to pain. That leads to wars. That leads, you know, what is my neighbor thinking? Oh, I, I can't trust my neighbor. Whether it's the neighbor in your house or the neighboring country or if somebody's different, we all these fears of mistrust, of, of scarcity. That's a big one for the planet. Mm-hmm. If they have it, I can't have it. And this is not truth. It's just a the- filter. We were taught to think there's scarcity, so we believe there's scarcity. We're taught to believe that somebody is out to get us, and we have, and we have to fear them. Or we, and this we learn from our parents, from our environment, all But you know, when we are really young. And because of all these filters, this world is in a place of a lot of suffering, and a lot of separation, and a lot of isolation. And those, all of those low frequencies, meaning the whole planet, for many, 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 many years Years, thousands of years has been in this place of, of pain, suffering. And it's important for each of us to move through our filters because as we're clearing them out, then we could start seeing each other for who we truly are without that filter of scarcity, without that filter of fear, without that filter of not good enough. Mm-hmm. And when this all gone sleet, it's just who we are at the core of our being, meaning, ah, we're creators, we're love, we're joy, we're explorers. We're here to explore life. And then all that, what we see is things that separate us. Now everything could be something that we can enjoy about each other. And that's a choice. Yeah.
0: And when you're explaining it, I see that if each of us, we do this work for ourselves, then it's going to transform relationship in all areas of our lives like in the family, in a partnership, at work, and then it can grow like a ripple effect for the world and then between countries, because we will be connected at a truer level of who we really are. Yes. I love that.
1: It brings a lot of hope. It does. It does. And that's why it all comes back to each one of us individually, how we, because it's that internal war. When we're at war inside, when we're in that conflict place inside, when we're in that place of fear and hatred or discrimination inside, that's always going to be in our environment. Because again, that's what we call to us. That's that resonance. That's the field that we put out. And so we keep creating that. We're very powerful creators. We don't know that. We don't know that. As long as we have those filters, that's what we create in our environment. So to end that separation and suffering, we have to end it inside of us by becoming aware of it, becoming aware that it's it's simply a filter that we've taken on. And then choosing, do I wish to do I wish to stay in pain and suffering and separation? Or do I choose to let that go and see life through a different lens, see life through more clarity. Because we don't come from separation. That's a yeah. filter we've taken on, but we don't come from separation. That's the thing.
0: And I would like to go to that area, like, because in the introduction, I said that you are a Brahmacharini and there is a realm of spirituality in everything that you're bringing. I would like you to share that aspect also and something about where we are in this era, what we're going through. Mm-hmm. And what it brings, where are we going and why all of us, we are popping up like that. There's more and more people who have this, I don't know how to call it, but maybe this awakening of discovering what's inside. Yes. So I would like you to share about that and bring this powerful spiritual knowledge that you have. Mm,
1: thank you. My whole life's journey has really been an unfolding of kind of chasing what is spirituality. What does that mean? I mean, my childhood, I moved and grew up in different countries, different different environments, different cultures. And so I was always like, because each culture has come comes with a different set of rules of how to act in society, you know what's acceptable, what's not acceptable like that. So I kind of had to start looking beyond what the society says, because sometimes it's very conflicting and see really, who am I? Like, what is it if I, if I were to look for how to live in this life? Because a lot of times it really felt like I had no idea how to live life as a human being. Like it was very confusing. And I often felt like I landed on this planet from somewhere without a manual telling me how to be human. And so in that, my whole kind of quest in life became not so much what i was being told but more of what felt right to me or what what felt important because in that was a lot of a lot of painful experiences of being rejected or not not acceptable or being different and in that none of that felt good and something didn't feel right and so that was that was kind of what put me on that path of trying to find something deeper, something more meaningful. And when I went through a lot of my own pain, and literally, I remember times when I, I would kind of scream out into, at a point I was living way out in the country, like really scream out in the canyon, because it just made no sense how people treated each other, how I felt treated. How life was and relationships, all that was really confusing and difficult. And I realized that to look at life just in this third dimension of being born, going to school, trying to find a job, you know, trying to find a relationship or whatever, whatever. And if we couldn't find a meaning to that, then life was just a struggle. Like if we didn't fit in, or if, if school is hard, or if you're bullied, or uh, you you you're in a job you you really don't like, or you know, or, or you're in a relationship that's that's not fulfilling or that's even destructive, all of those things could Make you really doubt what what you're doing here, right? Mm-hmm. But only made sense if there's a deeper reason for being here. And the spiritual aspect is was my inquiry of what am I doing here? What is life about? And where it led me is to a place of because every time I would move through when once I finally got to the place of understanding like energy and understanding some of my experiences and starting to move through them instead of being stuck in them I realized I was learning things I it's like it took me to a different place it took me to different awareness and consciousness and in that came the awareness of I came to this planet to learn about this. I didn't come to suffer and be stuck in the suffering in the same way of moving through that. Like moving through the traumatic experiences. When it moves through, then there's a learning that came to that. And then not just the learning, those experiences would lead me to people. It would lead me to places. It would lead me, and in that Then I became more aware of how my experiences would lead me somewhere. And then I started actually allowing more of that intuition, more of something that is in the unseen realm to guide me. Something that was not what I was thinking linearly, what I was being told made sense. If I started following my heart, my own inner guidance, then life started to unfold in a way I never would have thought possible. I started, I I grew up in different cultures and I, my first job was in finance. I was in the financial world for 10 years, which is a pretty long time when you're, you're young, from my early 20s until my early 30s. And in this very structured, very linear world of of seeing. And that was not fulfilling. That was not taking me to happiness. That was bringing up a lot of things for me. And when I started listening to intuition, when I started meditating, and then then I started literally connecting to a part of me that was beyond this physical me and started listening to my intuition or the guidance I was getting. And I left that job and I traveled And I spent one year where I was only listening to that inner voice. If it said, go to Egypt, I went to Egypt. If it said to go to Guatemala, I went to Guatemala. If it said to go to Hawaii, I went to Hawaii. If it said to go to the, and I was in finance for 10 years. So I was able to afford doing that. I was actually saving money to go back to, to graduate school. So instead I ended up traveling like that. And that was my spirit walk around the world, our spirit guidance was telling me where to go, what to do. And it led me to a place of, to the healing world, where I started studying with some amazing teachers that kept teaching me and showing more and more about the unseen world, the energy world, the, and coming from a very financial, very linear background. At first it was, it was like, I, I, (laughs) I had to leave completely to the other side. And for a year, I never knew I was going to be the next week. And somebody would say something and off I went. I went to that country and I would meet a shaman here. I would meet another teacher here. I would study here and I would start seeing, experiencing things beyond what I knew in the third dimension. And it opened up a whole nother way for me to experience life. And then I met her holiness Saima, and which brought me into the spiritual realm, really fully into the spiritual realm where I started put piecing together the life I was living here and my connection with the intuition, my connection with that inner voice, my connection with understanding life beyond the five senses. And then everything. At one point, it just clicked. It all made sense. It's like bringing the left brain and the right brain together and bringing them in a place of harmony and working together. So often we're so left brain oriented or some people might be so right brain oriented that they're not really, you know, they're really off into this other creative world, but maybe not so ground, what we, what we would call, or what some people would call grounded in reality. But when you bring the two together, the science of the linear world and the science of the spiritual world, when they come together, left brain, right brain, when they come together, then life actually starts making sense. That whole piece I started with about understanding energy that everything is energy, that we're made of energy. We're created out of energy, patterns, intent. That creates our whole life and our experience of life, I should say, that that creates our whole experience of life. When we understand that, and then we understand that we come, not just in this however many years that we spend on the planet, but we come from a source of energy that goes way before we were born and when you think even if you think about it logically it makes Mm -hmm. no sense that we're just a bunch of cells that come together and suddenly we're born and we're conscious it doesn't make sense unless that's all you've been told Mm -hmm. but if you take away all that you've been told and realize that your conscious awareness taking on information and then creating life based on the information taking on i mean that in itself that intelligence itself is extraordinary it is and that consciousness that awareness is something that we bring with us to this planet when we're born and it goes way beyond our lifetime here so life here is just one part it's of our whole existence it's like going to school we're here for a certain amount of years to experience to learn to learn about filters <laughs> learn about consciously cre- creating our lives understanding what it means to be human. And those are all huge pieces to learn. It's probably, we're probably writing our master's thesis on this. I right know we've been here so many times, but
0: it really makes the life experience more just talking about life experience like that makes it so uh, adventurous, I would say. And like, it, it rises in curiosity. I mean, if I can live my life like that, like I'm here to learn, this is a school, And I'm learning these these emotions, then I'm Able to grow, coming more, I would say, have more wisdom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And what it also that also frees us because if we're only here to learn and every life experience is a learning, we can't make any mistakes. Oh
0: my god, that's so good to hear.
1: <laughs> yeah, everything we do is part of our life plan because in creation, there's no good or bad, it's just Low frequency or high frequency. What happens when we're in low frequency? What happens when we're in high frequency? Mm -hmm. And our nature is high frequency. That's why it feels good. That's why it feels that's why as we clear out the lower frequencies of filters, that's where we end up. What we are after the filters is this high frequency. And that's that self-actualization, that's becoming aware of self. That's when we say, and a lot of scriptures talk about self-awareness, becoming self-aware is. When you take out those filters of who we think we are, of who we are taught we are, of all, of, then we become aware of who we actually are, which are creators. the creators. Yeah, we're the creators creating the whole experience.
0: So we can choose what we want to create, really. Yes. Rather than creating, I don't know, conflict and wars and anger, we can create something else powerfully, yes. actually.
1: Yes. Rather than creating a polluted you know humans humans in our separation in yeah. this in the low frequency we end up creating low frequency on the planet in the same way when you're if somebody's feeling depressed or unhappy their house could look like a mess they don't want to clean up they don't want to take care of themselves and you know, they let themselves go and that's kind of the human condition on earth we're not taking care of the earth we're not cleaning up after ourselves we're making a mess it's like because we're in this low frequency. If we were in this high, high, high frequency, like when we're in high frequency and we're really in a good place, we take care of ourselves, we we eat well, we take care of our homes so they're they're clean. And so that's that's a frequency. And so when we're in those high frequencies, we would also treat each other and the planet in a much better way. Another reason why we want to move into those high frequencies. Yeah. We've we've kind of done a lot of damage here on mother mm-hmm.
0: and Arjushwarima there is something special about the time of now like where we are mm-hmm. what is it I, I heard you're addressing it and not only you her holiness saima as well and i would like to have that available for people around us to hear about it so
1: mm-hmm. well a lot of people are talking about the times and the mm-hmm. new era that we're in and the whole, our whole solar system moves through the, the galaxy in a huge cycle, which in the Sanskrit is called the yugas. And it's a 26,000-year cycle that it moves through. And you know about the zodiacs and the 12 signs, right? Mm-hmm. So the zodiac signs, I mean, we move through them in a year through the 12, 12 different signs of the zodiacs. So if you consider as a solar system, we're moving through those 12 signs and each sign is a over a little over 2000 year cycle that's why and the last cycle was the era of Pisces and now we're moving into the era of, of Aquarius that's why the song mm-hmm. dawning of the age of Aquarius mm-hmm. and Master Jesus was his, his, his symbolic of the age of Pisces so as a planet we're moving through these cycles but the whole solar system is moving through these huge cycles and in those cycles that huge cycle gets gets kind of broken down into segments called yugas and in in the same way that the planet is rotating around the sun in a different cycle and depend because of the axis of the planet parts of the planet are in winter or summer depending on the time of year right so in this or as we spin there's daytime and nighttime, so everything has a cycle of being mm-hmm. more in a sleep time or awake time, more in the light, more in the dark. So these are cycles. Well, our cycle in the whole the whole equinox of the, this yuga is that we move in. We've been in the cycle of darkness. And we call it darkness. We can also call it nighttime or sleep time. And we have that Mm -hmm. every day on the planet as well. So it's not a good or bad. It's simply more a sleep time. We've been in this sleep time called the Kali Yuga. And not only are we moving into the age of Aquarius, we're also moving into the age of Satya Yuga, which is when we're waking up, it's roughly translated as the era of truth. So waking up to who we are, the truth of who we are. And so the truth of who we are is this high vibration. So uh, the sleep state is a lower vibration and things get slower and lower and we go to sleep, we forget who we are. And as we wake up and our vibrations increase, we are in that era of truth, of a Yuga, an era of remembering who we are. So now what's happening on the planet is on us we're starting to clear out the filters. All those filters that we had, they're all mm-hmm. starting to surface to clear out because those filters that are keeping us from seeing the truth, they're being peeled away so that we can start remembering who we are, where true nature is. So anything that's been hidden, anything that's been in the shadows, anything that we've suppressed or denied, we can't hold it down anymore. It's all coming up. So right now it looks like a lot of chaos. And you'll see that the way you know people who haven't spoken up are now speaking up that's been like the last several years before now and it's coming out you know it's been suppressed so so long so it's like exploding but people are finally able to speak their truth they're starting to have their voices they're starting to speak and now all that's been in the shadows is being brought to the surface to be cleared all the separations being brought to the surface to be cleared and so this yuga this Time that we are on the planet, we are moving out of that duality of separation, of suffering, to remembering who we are into the oneness. And this is the whole teachings. This is the spiritual. The teaching we call call it spirituality. A lot of people call it woo woo or whatever. It's a science. It really is. It's a science and. In the Vedic tradition and also in the Japanese and the Shinto tradition, a lot of the older traditions and a lot of the native traditions, this cycle, this understanding of the cycle and the fact that we've been in the separation, but we're moving into this oneness, moving into remembering that we're all connected. Nobody lives in isolation. We're actually all connected at the core. We're all like different facets of the same diamond. We're all that When we talk about that oneness, it's not some imaginary weird thing out there that somebody concocted. Oneness Mm. is our true nature. We're all connected. And when we remember that, we're all connected. And yet we're all showing this unique aspect of this diamond. We're all showing unique facets. And that's a good thing. We're not all here. When we talk about oneness, we're not to hear about all being like, clones of each other, that we're all exactly the same. That's not it. Just means that we're all connected and that we're all able to be here to experience and to to put forth a different faucet. And so that remembrance is coming through. That's the truth that's coming through. And so when we know that we're all connected and we're all one, when, when we know that, when we truly embrace that, then we can't be in hatred. We can't be in anger. We can't be in separation because everything is just another aspect of, of you, of me. We're all, it's the same. And that's the remembrance that's ha- happening on the galactic level. There's a galaxy in the universe. And it seems like so many cycles are coming together on so many levels, even beyond what we, that like the yuga cycle, that's been here forever. The earth rotating around the sun. It's not just that, it seems so much bigger. This such a yuga, this cycle, because even the yugas, we're not just going around like this, we're always spiraling and, and ascending. And something about what's going on now is even beyond. That awakening, that moving into the, this cycle of, of truth in a, of itself is a huge, huge deal. And we chose to be here. We're all choosing to be here at this time. It's an incredible time. It's like having that, that winning lottery ticket to even <sighs> be here right now. And I think it's just so much more than even us as these cosmic beings that go all the way to source. I think it's even beyond anything, anything that we've experienced before. What's happening.
0: It's very interesting to, to hear that and have that remembered to myself. I think if I chose to be here and I have all these things popping up from the inside, you know, those patterns that I'm not even aware of, they are just poof coming up. It is part of my journey. It is part of why I'm here. And I can approach these phases in my life with more maybe acceptance and an understanding that it is okay that it's happening now because it's kind of a phase on the planet
1: Mm
0: -hmm. what would you say
1: yes i think by understanding it really helps and understanding that we're getting a lot of help from the unseen realms too because we're moving into the cycle, things that we weren't able to clear maybe 20, 30 years ago, it's all coming up to be cleared almost automatically. It's all actually being, we're getting so supported on this that all we have to do is let it go. Like I, at the very beginning, talked about just. It's energy is coming up. Don't resist it. Just let it move through. Just let it move through and out. That's all it's doing. Just let it move through and out. No, that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. These energies are maybe when you're one, the impressions when you're a son. You know, these are things that are just remnants. They're memories. They're echoes. Just letting them move through. Mm-hmm. And in that, also knowing that we're also very, because we're connected, when everybody's feeling things, we're feeling them too. A lot of times we're feeling things that that are we're feeling it because it's going on all over the planet, not necessarily because we're personally That's, going through that as well. Yeah. That's so a key understanding as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's been it's been already an hour we've been together, <laughs> no yes. but um, just to conclude, like uh, our conversation, what would you say, and what would you add on that aspect? Like, how do we manage that it's not ours? Also,
1: well, this is a time when it's really good, important. To be in community, community that understands this, that's working with this. Like our community, I mean, we teach this and we do mm-hmm. programs. We do the program Journey to Profound Healing. We do the program Transformational Leap, which you just did, where we first being educated about what's going on is really key. If you have no idea what's going on, you could be in total panic right now. With everything going on, on the planet, you could be totally depressed. You could be in panic. You could be in you know, a lot of things going on. It's like, oh my gosh, the world is coming to an end. It's just like the world looks horrible on one level because everything's coming to surface. So one is education to really understand what's going on. And the other is to Work with people who are working with this. This is what we do, really helping guide people through this process. Because if you don't know the process, you could get really caught up in a lot of that energy, and and just get sideswiped into that, or into the fear, or into the anxiety, or into the, the denial. So we have a whole process that we work with that supports people to work through that and to know that we're all in this together as a whole human family, we're going through this right now. I think it's become very evident with COVID that we're the globality, that Uh everything that's happening is happening on a global basis right now. And The shift is here. It's happening um, in a way much faster with the COVID because lifestyles had to change. A lot of things had to surface. A lot of things are being addressed. Everything is shifting um, very quickly. And and people were forced to stay home. So people have had to go in internal. A lot of times, people have avoided looking inside. You know, people have avoided meditating or looking inside or reflecting or contemplating. It's always been about outside and where's the blame or, you know, what am I, what you we know, what's next thing? And just always, always, always that external drive. Whereas answers are only inside. We mm-hmm. have to turn that view inwards. And so it, it really helps to have a community that supports that. It really helps to understand it and to work with people who, understand that process and can and can support that and um, being together this what you're what you're doing marie in, in bringing this information out this knowledge out to people so they understand what's going on all that's really important and um yeah i think that's a mutual support for each other and finding a way to stay in that heightened vibration and to be stay connected to we talked about being six o'clock in the analog clock of being connected to source and connected to mother earth like way to the heart of mother earth when we're in a line in that six o'clock position energetically and we could stay in that heightened frequency of energy and being aligned really supports that and then what's going on won't sh- around the planet won't shake us or affect us as it does a lot of people i would
0: like you to talk about what you're offering and i just want to say that Ray Kumar is offering teachings in three languages japanese <laughs> english And French, it can be available for anybody. So if you have friends who don't speak English, don't hesitate to invite them. And just, can you tell us a little bit about that? And I will share the link in in the the episode.
1: This work, the transformational leap was a work that I've been probably working on for a good, for a long time, at least four or five years in its current form. But it's actually really simple. Those pieces that I spoke about, about energy about patterns and about the mind and about the stories we tell, and then being able to work with these to take a leap in our consciousness, to move out of pain and suffering into the place of knowing self-awareness, knowing ourselves and taking control of our lives. So this is a five week process where I really take people through that groundwork, that foundation of that understanding knowledge is golden. It's key. Understanding, but also working with people energetically to help them shift through Mm -hmm. a lot of those old filters and patterns to start making new choices. So this is a five-week program that I am teaching. And I gave the five-day really shortened version of that in the past. And I may again at some point, but right now in January, I'll be offering the five week. And so, yes, I would love to have people come. And my joy is really to see when people, it's like that when the eyes open and when people realize that they have the power to change what's going on in their lives. When you know that you can move out of that disorientation when you know that you can move out of that feeling disempowered when you know you can move out of that feeling trapped and that you could start building or you can create your life of joy of fulfillment of empowerment of creativity and start creating a life that you can say yes to despite
0: of what's happening despite
1: what's happening Maybe even because of it, because now people are realizing that they have to make a different choice. It doesn't work anymore to just suffer and to make do or to put yourself second or put yourself down. It doesn't work anymore. We're at a point when because of satya yuga, because we're waking up to truth of who we are, we're not going to settle. You're not going to be happy making yourself insignificant because mm-hmm. it's your birthright to shine. It's your birthright to be happy. It's your birthright to live a life that is empowered, that's beautiful, that you're creating. And that's the, the right, the birthright of every human. And this is about remembering that.
0: Thank you for these words of wisdom and high vibration knowledge. I really hope that it's going to serve people like to know about it. Like you said, at least knowing and understanding, then we can make choices. And this is really my desire. So beautiful. And I thank you for that.
1: Thank you for your work and your sharing and your light in the world. It's so beautiful and so needed.
0: Hi, Thank you for listening for this episode of Life Juicy. If you liked what you heard today, share it with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, you can message me directly on marieb.lifejuicy.love. M-A-R-I-E-B at L-I-F-E. J-U-I-C-Y dot L-O-V-E. Thank you for listening.